we got to break some walls. So we're breaking some walls. You got to be ready. You know, we're going to break some walls. We got to open. We got to go through that door. We got to open that door. We got to go through it, you know, and probably we're going to find some stuff, nasty stuff sometimes, you know. Pretty much. You know, Guaranteed. There's, there's going to be some nasty stuff and it's okay. You that's know, okay. I might smell a little bit, you that's know. That's okay. And, but that's okay. Get your gloves on, you know, get your gloves on and you're not alone. You are not alone. Let's do this together, right? I'm going to carry the light, right? I'm going to lead the way, but follow me. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast bringing a down-to-earth approach to personal growth. On this show, we're helping individuals just like you learn about tapping into their incredible potential through insightful interviews and inspiring lessons. Our mission is to encourage you to always keep pushing towards achieving your dreams and to stay awesome along the way. As a Caribbean man, I can tell you firsthand that there is a true effort happening as we speak to bring some necessary light to the serious needs of men in regards to their mental health. Men don't talk. When your cultural and societal upbringing has patiently designed you to keep things in for so long, is it really a surprise? But turns out men will talk to other men about man things. When I first joined a men's group some two or three years ago, I did not know what to expect. What I did find, though, was a group of peers, men, black men, fathers, mostly of Haitian descent, who took this confident and intimate step towards opening up to other men about the things that were on their mind. This is how I got the opportunity to meet and connect with today's guest, Coach Jimmy Rousseau. As one of the group's main moderators, Coach D, as he's commonly known, has faithfully helmed our regular meeting sessions as both facilitator and mentor. Coach D is a personal trainer, speaker, certified life coach, and violence prevention specialist for at-risk youth. Coach D proudly integrates mindfulness into the multifaceted work he does with people of all ages. His unique approach can help deepen self-awareness, increase well-being, enhance performance, reinforce self-esteem, achieve goals, improve interpersonal relationships, and decrease stress. On this episode, Coach D shares his insights on the important milestones being set by men in our community as they demonstrate an increasing willingness to participate in these groups how self-forgiveness is necessary, how men are more layered than they're given credit for, doing the work, and so much more. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 192, with Coach D, Jimmy Rosa. Here we go. It is a privilege, an honor, and a thrill uh, to welcome you. Um, I can't stress this enough how I am always, and I really mean this, it is always a pleasure to connect with you, whether through WhatsApp, whether through Facebook, whether on a call, or our regular Zoom groups, because people need to hear this. How I connected uh, with Coach D, Jimmy, it's uh, via mutual acquaintance, Inslee, and uh, he invited me on uh, the Neo Dads group for fathers, Montreal, black men, uh, because it's very important as individuals, as men. I've become a lot more uh, aware of men's work and uh, the work that needs to be done especially in our community, because as I like to say in many of my episodes regarding mm-hmm. mental health and, you know, just uh, just uh, personal well-being, it's important that people in our community, my generation and others, either before us or upcoming, learn to talk. And uh, groups like uh, the dad group, Papa Impliqué, really, in the beginning, I didn't know how what to expect, 
but it's also important as we step into life and we step into, uh, step into new circles. And I hope people will hear this. When you seek out like-minded individuals and you seek out causes and circumstances that matter to you, you need to open your heart and open your curiosity and, of course, come in with humility. And that's everything that you exemplify in your work and the way you reach out to members of the group on and offline and your work as a youth advocate, as a community activist, as a very powerful and proud father, you know, a presence both in the community and example for us in the group and the way you lead, uh, the way you always come with a kind word, a group of support, even when you're, you didn't even start the discussion, but you'll always jump on to leave a word of encouragement, you know. It's always refreshing uh, to connect with you, Jimmy. So I want to celebrate you for the work that you do, um, all these examples that I put up, and so many others uh, that, of course, you can get into. But as a human being, as a fellow warrior, as a brother and a fellow king, I want to celebrate you and thank you for being on the podcast, brother. Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast. It is a privilege to have you on. Well, thank you so much, brother. Thank you so much. Um, and wow, what a shower of, <laughs> of, um, compliments, but it's sincere, um, you know it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and I'm taking it all in. I'm taking it all in and thank you very much. Uh, I must admit that you are someone, uh, also that I do respect a lot, um, because of, I believe your perspective, uh, your curiosity, uh, and seek constantly seeking perhaps some kind of evolution. You want to constantly evolve, constantly uh, do better um, so you can feel better at the end. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a saying, you know, I, I have, uh, I've been using this uh, for some time now. Uh, it's about um, to uh, do better, be better, so you can feel better later. Mm -hmm. um, so it's all about for the betterment of uh, who we are, who you are. Uh, and I admire that from you, uh, the, the fact that you're always seeking, um, you know, for a better version, something else, something that's, you know, you're, you're, you're constant. You're a very good student. <laughs> I'm a good, <laughs> a good I appreciate good, it. Good student. And, and we're all students. I, I, I'm a student of life as well. I'm a student of life. Um, life is the best school ever. Life is the best school ever. Uh, I was saying today, and I put a quote today on Facebook saying that, you know, um, life is, a, is the best school and there's different classes. Um, however, mm -hmm. you could only attend these classes only if you see with your heart. Mm -hmm. Your heart will direct you to the right classes at the right moment. Um, and we all have different clocks, mm -hmm. you know, ticking. Okay. You know, I have a clock, you got a clock. Everybody has a clock ticking, ticking. Um, and sometimes it's not our time. It's, it's not just my time. Wow. It's, it's not my time to, 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 to be in that class. It's not my time to be in in Ansley's class, you know, and, but we all wanted, sometimes we are rushing, we're rushing, we're, we're looking, okay, yeah, 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 I want this, but I can't, I don't know how, I don't understand. It is not your time. Give yourself a chance, give yourself a chance. And, you know, and we're rushing. And I find that sometimes we're, we're in, it, it, it's not, 
no one is to blame. No one is to blame. Um, why I'm saying no one is to blame. Uh, we've, I felt we, we've kind of um, have felt into some kind of a spiral. It's a spiral. And it's just like going faster and faster and faster. As you can see, technology is moving so fast. The gift and the curse. Exactly. So everything is moving faster and faster. So it will be our, it's our duty to slow down, to slow down. You know, there's somebody that wants to, you know, take your clock and just like slow it down, slow down your clock, you know, and take the time, you know, right now it's three o'clock. Be in that moment, be in that three o'clock. Don't think, oh, I'm going to do this at three 30, you know, and your internal clock. I'm going to do this at three 30. No, no, no. It's three o'clock. What's happening at three o'clock? This is, I don't know. You're studying, uh, whatever you're, you're doing. here. You're, you're here. here right now. You're, you're having here. breakfast. Have the coffee. You're having an omelet. Eat the omelet. It's like, no, but I got to get to work. Can you eat the omelet? Let's, let's eat the omelet. Exactly. And exactly. I'm not sure if you see this in your work, uh, mm-hmm. both with your clients or even with your kids. I'm mm-hmm. dealing with this from a father to another. I'm dealing mm-hmm. with this with my two young kids. I deal with this all the time. Suppose they ask me, daddy, can we go to the park? Okay, we'll go to the park. Get on the swing. Get on the rides. Not a problem. 15 minutes in. Can we go rollerblading? But you're, we just got to the park. They're swinging. And you're already asking, can we go rollerblading? Like, but can you enjoy the park first? It's not that I'm impatient, but be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Is it a generational thing? Is it me? Is it them? Is like what uh, what is going on? Sometimes I go through this and I I, I, I want to get a little bit annoyed but i realize that their reality is not mine and what i'm trying to get to is i hear you and i understand that we have to come with humility in this path of service because you and i aim to serve and how do we in the position of helping each other grow all right you might be at a stage right whether if we're going to take this weekend's workout for example I met up with the brothers and obviously a lot of them are a lot more advanced than I am physically speaking because I only took up going back to the gym only a couple months ago. So obviously people can bench better than I can, you know, you know, Ansley can actually do this and Mike can do that. And, you know, so how do we retain this sense of humility? You talked about willing to learn, but also Mm -hmm. how do we as uh, in your position as a coach, you know, always Mm -hmm. acknowledge the fact that, you know, we shouldn't condemn other people for not being, where we want them to be or where we wish them to be because we're not here. We're not dictators. We are guides. And how do you Mm -hmm. retain that sense of humility in your work? Well, they say um, lead by example. And I not only, you know, sometimes I, I feel like I'm becoming some kind of a magnet And when I slow down, people slow down. When I slow down, life slows down. And everything around me slows down. So if we go back to um, your kid, and I found this very familiar as well, you know, and there's this one thing that it appears to be sometime not, but a little bit more common and common that ADHD 
um, labeling, I would say. And for some reason, I, you know, and we're fast to go on medication and, okay, what's happening with our kids and scary. what's going on? It's, it's You know, it's very scary. Uh, what's going on with our kids and what is, you know, is there, like you said, generational or um, my say on this, my take on this is that when I would say my father would tell me, you know, okay, we got to do this. No, we got to do that. And I take her and I look at her and I says, Let's enjoy this right now, okay? And I try to connect with her, try to establish that connection. And it's something that we lack, that human connection, human touch, human feel, holding her. Hey, we're not done. Let's enjoy it some more, okay? Let's enjoy it some more. And I could see through her eyes that she sometimes kind of looked confused. It's like, no, 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 this is what I want to do. This mm -hmm. is, you know, mm -hmm. um, I've kind of switched the channel. <laughs> you know, I, my channel is switched and I just take her back. Okay. So where were we? Right. Where were we? You know, and often she would just go back and like, oh, okay. All right. Fine you know, fine, I'll do it. So that fine becomes, oh, now she knows that basically, oh, daddy, oh, daddy. Okay, I'm not going to tell daddy because I know daddy's going to tell me it's not the time. Exactly. So she gets to know and she, it forces her to slow down slowly by slowly. Um, so for me, it's really to, and even with the brothers, is to to not only communicate but to connect with each other um to acknowledge also i acknowledge i know that you want to go there right and i know that yeah it looks fun etc but no this is it um i know that you know you're perhaps a little bit more advanced but unfortunately this is where i'm at right now mm -hmm. you know um, and I think it's okay to just to connect with people, um, just to uh, let them know, you know, let them know exactly where you're at right now. What would you like to do right now? Um, what's your position right now? What's your current state right now? We got to let people know because sometimes people are so much in their bubbles we created a lot of, there's a lot of bubbles going around, you know, mm -hmm. everybody's in little own little bubble, my own little mind. I can do this. I want to do this. And the world does not exist or the world will revolves around, revolves around me. And it's just to burst that little bubble. Hey, there's other people and all of us, you know, there's, there's different channels of communication, different channels of connections and, that creates like wonderful energy. Wow. Wonderful energy. And if only we can connect. And um, I remember like talking with some brothers, some of our brothers, 
and I was using some kind of a technique and that was kind of uh, discreet and I've noticed it's very, it's very powerful. It's the power of touch. You know, sometimes it's about reaching out to someone and mm-hmm. before just talking is to just touch that person. You know how powerful hugs are. Oh, yeah. Touch is the same thing. A human touch. Just a hand on someone's shoulder. Makes a whole lot of difference. Because I want people to visualize this. Suppose you're standing in front of someone you care about and someone is sharing and, you know, having an outpour of emotion. And you're like, I understand. But suppose you put your hand on their shoulder and say, I understand. That physical connection, as you said, makes a tremendous difference. I'm sorry I cut you off. That's okay. But I, I, I do agree with you. I do agree. It, it, it makes uh, uh, not only um, you know, uh, a difference, but I feel at times it creates also, um, how would say, an exchange of, you know, when we're talking about uh, compassion, when we're talking about empathy, mm-hmm. right? It's sending out also that message that I am with you. Not only I understand, but I am with you. You know, I'm connected to you. And here I am. You know? See, that, because I can't, I can't tell you how refreshing it is to actually, you know, hear that from you. Um, an individual I have tremendous respect for and why I want people to zero in on this because again, you do speak with great, you know, knowledge. There's a lot of expertise going there. There's a lot of trial and error going on Mm -hmm. there and people need to understand that this does not happen by accident. You didn't just come into this coach D and I'm really curious, was there ever Mm -hmm. a catalyst moment where I actually woke up? You know what? I, this is my purpose. This is my vision. This is how I wish to serve and give back, whether through brothers or to my community. Was there ever a defining moment where you said, this is the path that I will set for myself? Mm, that is an excellent, excellent question. Love this question. Um, this bringing me back into time. Uh, and as long as I could remember, um, my son uh, was about hmm, let me see six seven my son was about six seven and I was and he was labeled as ADHD okay it was labeled as ADHD. And I kept on hearing left and right advices, what to do, what not to do. Um, You're just not good enough. You're not strict enough. You're not a plethora of, I would say, not even constructive advices, but deconstructive advices. I, and at one point I sat down 
And I was saying to myself, my goodness, what am I doing wrong? What's happening? What's, what is going wrong with me? And then I started thinking and I said, Jimmy, you're human. You are just another human being doing what he can. Um, and from there I say, okay, what do you want to do with this kid? I want to raise another human being. I want him to be just a simple human being with strength, qualities, maybe sometimes weaknesses. He's going to have his personality, his character, mm. you know? Um, and it's just, just for me to accept that he is who he is. It is not my duty to change him into something that I want because he's going to be the human being that he wants to be. I could guide him through. And from there, I said, in order for me to raise this human being, I have to bring myself back to what is, what is a human being? What is to be? Um, so I started this quest of understanding, just understanding humanity. Wow. <laughs> humanity, um, understanding. So it was all about understanding what makes us, um, you know, the, I would say, the souls with intelligence and capabilities and and so it was a huge quest huge huge quest and it was a defining moment all that moment about understanding humanity understanding the human i better understand who i was and i was better accepting who i was therefore accepting people around me accepting my son as he is, as he is, as he is. Um, something phenomenal happened. Something very phenomenal happened um, is that by doing so, and I'm kind of being, I would say, vulnerable or this is coming from my heart, but there was, um, I would say, a curtain of judgment that fail because mm -hmm. we are at times very judgmental upon ourselves then upon others mm -hmm. and that curtain just dropped fell off fell off and it allowed me to see the beauty in everyone that was amazing 
just to be able, it opens your eyes to see the beauty in everyone. And I recall visiting prisoners. I recall visiting prisoners. Um, people were asking, why are you doing this? Like, I mean, these are gangsters, these are criminal, etc. I see Social a Social outcasts. Exactly. I see a human being. I see someone perhaps that was hurt, someone um, that was traumatized, uh, someone that was crushed. That's what I see. And it's it's just to remove the layers and to just to go underneath. And for those listening to us, because what you said is incredibly important. As human beings, as social beings, from my experience, Mm -hmm. we, by definition, through our need to socialize, we will group. We will. And by grouping, how do we group? We compare who looks like me, who does not look like me, who lives in the same neighborhood, who's who's black, who's white, who's Asian. It's what we do naturally. If we're going to boil it down to whether our colleagues, like who do I like, who I don't like around the coffee table, who, I'm, who am I going to go to the gym with, who, who can I associate with? If we're going to go to friends, like I like him, but I don't like her or our kids, like why can't you behave like? I'm sorry, all parents do it. Mm-hmm. It's like they see that kid. It's like, am I the only person who's raising raising an alien? I'm, but mm-hmm. it's when you talk to other parents, you realize that you know what, kids are not so different. Mm-hmm. They have their quirks. They're a little bit more. Some of them are wired differently. Mm-hmm. But down the line, what you said is incredibly important. It takes a lot of patience and a lot of accountability. I love that word to admit your prejudices to admit your shortcomings because if you don't understand your script and that's why i want to double back just a little bit not to gloss mm-hmm. over that because mm-hmm. what you said is very important mm-hmm. if you don't understand your script guys if you don't understand how you see the world mm-hmm. you have no idea what type of glasses or goggles mm-hmm. or masks you are f- imposing on someone else i know some of us listening to this recording probably don't have kids mm-hmm. but Maybe you have a relative. Maybe mm-hmm. you have a close friend. You are an influencer. I hate that word, but that's what it is. You are mm-hmm. a source of influence to someone around you in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. There's at least one person who looks to you as a comparison, mm-hmm. as a source. So if you're not aware of the words that you put out, the vision that you have of the world, the attitude that you put to the world, the energy, I love that word as well, the energy you put out, as Coach D is saying, you can either create some amazing opportunities and some great relationships or bring a lot of toxicity and damage. And you need to be aware of that. It's how old is your son now? Well, I, my son is 30. Um, wow. My son is 30 now. That was yeah. a long journey, coach. It was, it was a lovely long, and long journey. It was a lovely and long journey. Wow. Um, and Till this day, I say, I say he was my one of my one of my best teachers, one mm-hmm. of my best teachers. Uh, he he's the one I I really owe it to him about my level of patience. Today uh, I'm incredibly patient, but I owe it to him. He taught me how to be. I was having a conversation with the boys over the workout and. 
just bring it back to how important it is for conversations like this to happen, because unfortunately, within our communities, of course, we can talk about cars, we can talk about compa, we can talk about food, we can talk about, you know, stories from the motherland. But stories about, listen, I'm dealing with issues of mental health. Listen, my marriage is not so okay. Well, this separation was heavy on me, or the kids are heavy, or how can I break the the scripts of trauma that I went through growing up? Those conversations are not being had. And my question, whether through Ainsley or Cluck, was asking, like, what's it going to take for us to... Of course, it's happening within small little niche groups like ours. Mm-hmm. And of course, I know there are probably others going on. Mm-hmm. But what is it going to take? Because this is going to be a generational thing, whether through our grandfathers, our fathers. This is, I believe, the seeds that we are sowing. But whether through taking accountability for our health, which is what we're doing, or for our mental health, which is why these conversations need to happen that we're having you, you and I right mm-hmm. now. And I really want to thank you for being vulnerable, by the way. Um, but what is it going to take for us to normalize it? Not just for mm-hmm. men, but on a deeper level, black men, and then on a deeper level, Haitian men. Mm-hmm. What is it going to take for us to stop feeling as if just saying like, guys, I don't know what to do. Brothers, I'm at odds right now because we would most rather choke mm-hmm. on this this trauma because I can't go to my boys and say like, you know, I don't know how to handle these kids or I, I don't know how I'm going to make next week's rent or what's mm-hmm. it going to take for us to feel comfortable to reach out to a brother and say, I need help. Why is it so hard, King? Well, let me go back to what it's going to take. I'm going to try to break it down and try to remember. And perhaps you could, um, you know, uh, we could circle back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe, I think that um, the more we have that open dialogue, the more that we have these conversations, but not only having these conversations, but it's once again, to be the one, just be the one that talks about it. You know, um, I'm someone that sometimes, you know, I'm could call upon, you know, a brother and check on him and then share, you know, and share things such as, you know, my emotional state, um, how my weekend was, et cetera, et cetera. Just for him to understand that, hey, you know, I'm okay with talking about it. So if ever, you know, you feel it's, you want to do so, you know that Jimmy doesn't judge, you know that Jimmy is totally comfortable around these subjects so you can come to me um so i uh, try as much as i can to just create the path Mm -hmm. right um to create that path um to also maybe lead the way somehow um but we need to just constantly talk about it we need to constantly 
I would say, like you were saying, you were saying, I like that word normalize, but normalizing by, you know, uh, um, using, we could use it. So I use social media, uh, social medias and, you know, and putting out there, um, you know, uh, things about mental health, things about, you know, and it's just to put it out there. It's just to constantly put it out there. I think it's, it's one of the ways, one of the ways to go about, but be that person, be the change that you want to see. Talk about it. Talk yourself, you know, go out there, talk how you feel. If you have friends, share with them, but share your true self, you know, share your true self. Don't share about, you know, like you're saying cars and yeah, it's nice, but share your true self. Uh, It reminds me of, uh, it reminds me of a good friend, good friend of mine. I had a black man and we talk openly about everything, everything. And I remember that we were getting so much criticism, judgment, you know, but luckily enough, we were confident enough. Uh. And there's that confidence about, you know, it's fine. It's okay. And it doesn't matter if I get judged. It doesn't matter if I get, you know, um, and you, at one point, basically, even women were, you know, labeling us. Oh, well, these guys are very special. They talk and they couldn't believe what you, what you're talking about. We were talking about something. We were talking about taking care of, uh, you know, prostate cancer. What should we do? And, mm-hmm. you know, all these jazz, all that jazz mm-hmm. and uh, finances and talking about, you know, um, life in general, you know, and life has its up and downs and emotions and anger and joy and sadness. And we share sad moments. Um, you know, he's a buddy w- with whom I cried. And I would talk to fellow men and tell them, oh boy, you know, I was talking to my friend and I was crying and I could see the reactions like you were right. crying. Whoa. Jimmy, come on. Whoa. Like, Jimmy, Yes, boys. I was crying. I was crying, and it's okay, okay to cry. And it's okay, it's okay to, cry. to cry. It's a it's natural okay. function. It's a natural function. Um, but one thing that I noticed is that the minute that they realized that I was accountable, you know, I was. It was not something that you know. There was no shame into it. I, they didn't sense that shame, that self doubt. But they felt no. He's serious. No, he seems to be really comfortable and open to talk about it. Um, back then, they were calling me the pink man, mm-hmm. the metrosexual man. You know, I had labels. Wow. I had different. I had different labels, and and I took pride in these labels. I took pride in these labels. I said, "This is who I am," and I love go. it. And I love it. So just the fact that I love it and to show that it didn't affect my manhood, didn't change my manhood, didn't make me any different, anything else. 
I was still the same Jimmy. Still the same. Own your truth. When you You own your truth and you celebrate the greatness that is you, exactly. You cannot be shaken off your pedestal. You are anchored in your own truth. And we again, I'm just high fiving you on this Mm -hmm. one because it takes a lot of um self not self-awareness that's the word Mm -hmm. i was looking for a lot of self-awareness to know yourself Mm -hmm. and for a lot of people that is hard because these words are thrown around a lot especially right now and let's admit that self-help has like become Mm -hmm. the new buzzword last year was entrepreneurship this year it's Mm self-help everybody's a guru now Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. these concepts are not new all right Back in the days of Napoleon Hill or Earl Nightingale before that, these concepts are not new. They're just being repackaged mm-hmm. and repurposed and resold. But the basics are still there. Mm-hmm. You cannot give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. If I am not confident, strong, firm, and assertive within who I am, I'm only giving you fallacy. I'm only giving you hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. I know because I've been there mm-hmm. for some time, for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was hiding my mm-hmm. own depression. I was hiding my own darkness. I was hiding mm-hmm. behind this smile. Now mm-hmm. it's sincere. Now it's proud. Mm-hmm. Now it's glowing. But mm-hmm. for the long time, I was giving the world what I wanted them to see or what I thought mm-hmm. they needed, you know. Mm-hmm. But all it takes is for one person to just like throw a negative comment at you or just throw some snarky comment and you're shattered. And all it takes. Mm-hmm. But when you stand firmly and you are grounded into your own own greatness i'm gonna say it again guys because mm-hmm. these are not just words mm-hmm. as jamie does ex- give you as an example you really need to know who you are mm-hmm. for some people that's scary because they know they are a work in progress they know they're not up to where they want to be and mm-hmm. if you can coach us on how do we forgive ourselves for because i've had conversations like this where people are like yeah i hear you Yes, I believe you, but I've got so much work to do. You know, if we're taking a fitness example, I've got so mm-hmm. much weight to lose. If we're taking a debt example, oh my God, I've got, I'm in so much debt. I'll never get over it. Yeah, I know I can. I know there's greatness in me. I know I'm smart, but I've lost so much time. I've, I've gained so much weight. I've like, I've been such a bad parent or, you know, I'm not the best example. Like, okay. Learn to forgive yourself first, because if you don't get over that pump, we can't do this work. How do we learn to forgive ourselves in order to? I believe that's one of the biggest steps towards doing the work, but maybe I'm wrong. But mm-hmm. how do we learn to forgive ourselves, coach? Hmm. Let me take it back when people are seeing the big load. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, people are looking at that big mountain. Uh, what I usually tell people is, you know, there's a saying that says, keep your head straight. Look straight ahead. Right? I don't want you to look up. Look straight. Because you're looking up, basically you're looking at mountain. I want mm-hmm. you to look at, just look straight ahead and go step by step. So that's your path. So to take it step by step. And, you know, you're going to see some stop signs. And I want you to stop at every stop sign. Breathe in. Breathe out. And celebrate 
you know, celebrate what you've just done. Um, we give ourselves so much to do, to accomplish. I got so much to change within myself. It's about just simply looking straight ahead. Don't look up. Look at that path. Enjoy that journey. It's, you know, enjoy every single step of it. You know, take it step by step. Um, I'm just going to probably share some, some maybe little stories or things that I do uh, in a fitness environment, for instance, in a fitness environment. And I do a lot of mind shifting. So I shift the mind because people come uh, and tell me, Jimmy, I want to lose that belly. I want to, there's so many, you know, there's so much things to do, you know, so much things to do, etc. So how I do it is that, you know, we set little goals. And every time we attain that small goal, there's a huge celebration. There's a big celebration. And then I circle back with them. How do you feel? How, how do you feel? How does that make you feel? How do, so it's just to bring them back upon, you know, how do you, oh, I, wow, that's amazing. I never thought I could, oh God, okay, it feels so good. And then, okay, we're looking up to the next one. So celebrating every little successes, every little accomplishment makes a whole difference. So basically, it's a constant celebration because you're always progressing. You're always advancing. You're always moving. You got to move forward. Um, Now, forgiving. Forgiveness. (sighs) Ah. That's a huge, 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 huge one. Um, for me, forgiveness is also acceptance. Uh, it's about accepting. It's about also acknowledging. Um, I remember acknowledging that I was, I'm broken. I'm a broken man. And it's okay. And when people were asking me, I says, I'm in reconstruction mode. And that reconstruction mode consisted of just to better understand all, every, how, and I'm, let me go deeper into this, mm-hmm. was to understand how every thoughts that was implemented in my head, as we know in our community, you know, we call our kids, um, you know, mm-hmm. so all these words, basically, that came these negative words. Um, I was going deep down and trying to really find how did that word and taught basically because it becomes a thought, how did that thought dictate my behavior 
How did it affect my beliefs? How did it affect my emotions? So it's trying to pinpoint everything, trying to see and question. I was questioning, Jimmy, why are you doing this? Why? What's the reason? What's the purpose? What's the, what does it, how does it benefit you? And just to understand that. So I was always saying, you know, I'm trying to deconstruct myself right now. I'm trying to deconstruct myself. And then it was, okay, I'm reconstructing myself, but I had to break it down. I had to break it down. People don't understand. Um, If you don't, yeah, you were a kid. Yes, you were raised. For those of us who had the privilege of having both their parents around or even one parent. Mm -hmm. But you were raised according to someone else's script. Mm -hmm. And that goes with both the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. They gave you the best they could with mm-hmm. what they had. Exactly. Which is why um, when I look back and a couple of times where, you know, I could look at my parents and like, well, that was kind of harsh for a parent. I'm like, you don't know what they went through. You mm-hmm. don't know what you did at the time. You don't know how it was perceived at the time. And if you check what you did now that you are a parent as well, mm-hmm. you don't, you're not too sure if you'd react differently. So mm-hmm. I come with a lot of humility right now when mm-hmm. I talk to my parents and I talk to them mm-hmm. with a lot of love because mm-hmm. I'm still privileged enough to still have them around. I click dad and there's somebody else on the other end of the line. I'm aware of that now. Mm-hmm. So I celebrate what you just said because you know what? If we can't learn to deconstruct where we came from, mm-hmm. we don't know how to reconstruct what it is where we, what it is we want to go. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what I'm hearing from you. Mm-hmm. You have to have the courage to blow it up even you know mm-hmm. what it is what is it that you want okay i don't know okay blow it up is what you're doing right now working mm-hmm. no blow it up that's it let's take it a piece at a time exactly that's what i'm hearing exactly exactly um with uh when i get to um uh, you know there's there's things that comes to mind and working with kids and working with and i always tell the kids that i'm an architect I says, you're an architect. Wow. He says, yeah, I'm an architect. I'm an architect of life. I says, oh, architect of life. Yeah, because I'm going to help you. You know, we're currently building a house, right? I want that house to be hurricane proof. I want that house to be tornado proof. Wouldn't you want that to have like that house that could, you know, it's like, yeah, okay. So we're going to start with the foundations. We're going to start setting and laying down some solid foundations. Do you have a plan? No, I don't have a plan. Let's set a plan. And that's, that's, that's where the work starts. That's where the work starts. So I tell them like, I'm an architect. And it's like, ah, an architect. Wow. It's like, but not this, the type of architect, you know, you know, so, but I like the words that you're using courage. Courage is huge it takes courage it takes courage to acknowledge it takes courage um to say that you know what i'm not perfect um i where exactly i i usually tell people you know we're going to use what you have right now where you are right now to take you where you want to be okay so uh, uh, people sometimes, you know, because we, we often want to relate to the past. Like, yeah, but I was, and I was, and I was, 
now. Let's mm-hmm. let's deal with who mm-hmm. are you right now? Mm-mm. Okay, we're gonna break it down. We're gonna try to find out. We're gonna try to break it down exactly, and then let's from there, right? I don't know. You know, when you're doing renovations, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna renovate this house, right? This house is probably built already. We're gonna renovate this house. What we gotta do? House. You gotta break some walls. You, you gotta, gotta break, break some walls. walls. We gotta break some walls. So we breaking some walls. You gotta be ready. You know, we're gonna break some walls. We gotta open. We gotta go through that door. We got to open that door. We got to go through it, you know, and probably we're going to find some stuff, nasty stuff sometimes, you know, pretty much you know, guaranteed. There's going to be some nasty stuff and it's okay. You that's know, okay. I might smell a little bit, you that's know, okay. and, but that's okay. Get your gloves on, you know, get your gloves on and you're not alone. You are not alone. Let's do this together. Right. I'm going to carry the light. Right, I'm gonna lead the way, but follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Let's do this. And it's very important that we don't fall into that trap, right? Because sometimes we want to help and we make the mistake that we take on the person's problem and we do not highlight the fact that they have to do the work. Mm-hmm. We fall into that trap often. Mm-hmm. We want to help mm-hmm. the person next to us, whether it's a real relative family member, a friend, a colleague, Mm -hmm. and in all our haste and caring and empathy Mm -hmm. of wanting to help and, you know, just like, let's do this. And I got this great book and I know coach G let's get you a program and let's go down. No. And you realize that you're taking on the problem. Mm -hmm. And by, by doing that, you're even making the situation worse. Worse. Then they're going to feel guilty because they let you down and all that jazz. People need to, understand that word words have weight Mm -hmm. words have worth Mm -hmm. but more importantly words have meaning meaning you need to be a guide you're not here to do the job for them i just wanted to stretch that because i believe that a lot of people unfortunately mistake your role as Mm -hmm. their coach Mm -hmm. you know you're not their nanny you're not i'm not putting food in your mouth you Mm -hmm. know you're a grown-ass adult sorry for the Mm -hmm. expression but you're a coach you're there to guide here are the rules. Here are the parameters. Here's the way. Here's some light if you need it. Exactly. But I'm not going to walk for you. No. You got to do it. You got to do it because through that process, there's an awakening. Through that process, uh, there's a rebuild. Through that process, um, there's going to be some, I would say, for the lack of better words, through the process, there's an, there's, an, there's an evolution through that process. Yes. I want you to feel it. You got to feel that, right? It's all about you feeling the change. It's, uh, it's not me. It's you. We're talking about you. So celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. celebrate. Wow. And every wall that your breakdown, you put down, we're going to celebrate. We're going to make a huge party. Huge party. <laughs> every single step, step. matters. Every single step matters. Whoa. Every single step matters. Um, you know, it's it's it, it's the same. It's the same for kids, right? Um, sometimes kids, um, you know, when we talking about positive reinforcement, focusing on the positive more than the negative, and once they do something negative, to make it meaningful, to make it um, something that they will remember you know, you got to blow it out of proportion. You got to really go all out uh, so they could really feel that this 
was key. This was so important. Mm -hmm. This brought uh, pride. This brought that sense of accomplishment. And so celebration is huge. Is huge. We don't do it enough. We don't don't do it enough. We don't celebrate enough. enough. We don't celebrate enough. We're really quick to bash on them when they do something wrong. Mm -hmm. But hey, dad, I I did this drawing for you today. Or like, you know, we did a collage or we did this like we're raking a a play and we're going to dance on on the week at the end of the month. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But when they do something wrong, we're like, they drop drop a bowl or something and it breaks. Mm -hmm. Like, what? How could you possibly, like, you, you broke, do you know how much that? We do that on kids. We do that with our colleagues. We do that with our relatives. Like, you know, we do that so often. And you realize that, listen, everything is about energy. Mm-hmm. Everything needs to be balanced out. That's what I'm mm-hmm. hearing from you. You mm-hmm. need to be able to offset that toxicity mm-hmm. with a tremendous amount of positivity. No, because they need to hear it. They need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Coach, um, I want to respect your time. And as always, it's always the thing that happens with these conversations is I never know what happens going in, <laughs> but it's another one of those cliche moments where like we could go on for hours on end. Mm-hmm. But as I promised, it is something of a real gift. Uh, that is this thing called time. I always look at it as the sands of time. Everybody's got, you know, some sands of time that are just like fleeting away and you choose how you go about spending it. You didn't have to be here tonight, but you chose to share this time with our audience. And for that, I am incredibly grateful because beyond anything else, I understand that, you know what, all we have is time. And Mm -hmm. I'm incredibly grateful to you for sharing this time with us. It's an honor and a thrill. Um, For those of us who want to connect with you and follow up, maybe, you know, reach out, just say hi, or, you know, just further more information on your programs and, you know, your coaching coaching programs and such, uh, can we connect with you, or whether on the Facebooks or the interwebs? Absolutely. So let me go and share some of my handles. Um, well, we got the uh, Facebook. Uh, people could uh, go into Jimmy Rousard, a.k.a. Coach D. That's my official Facebook page. Uh, I also have my official Instagram uh, page, which is Jimmy Rousard. Uh, Jimmy with a D, D-J-I-M-Y. And the D stands for Dedicated Discipline devoted and all the good stuff um (laughs) so d jimmy um they could reach out to me um or they could simply send me some uh, quick email to info at jimmy rosard.com very simple definitely make those handles available on the blog post when this goes live we do have a running tradition on the podcast uh just before signing off what Mm -hmm. i like to call the 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 um, the next step you know, it's kind of uh, not putting you on the spot, but it's kind of uh, reaching out as we always like to make steps actionable as the last mm-hmm. word, mm-hmm. whether a book, uh, daily practice, daily mantra, drink more water, a recommendation, a sonnet, anything that you think that any one of our listeners, anyone listening to this can wake up tomorrow and use it as a next step towards their next level. Is there anything you can leave the listeners with? Sure. Absolutely. Um, I would like to encourage people. Um, and it could be a daily practice. It could be something that you try, um, but it's very simple. It's to breathe. It's a time, take time to breathe in the morning. Once you wake up, I simply want you 
to take three deep breaths. Connect with your breath and take these three deep breaths um, because breath is life. Breath is life. And by inhaling, I want you just to inhale who you are, the greatness in you. I want you to inhale that. Um, it sounds probably like a very simple exercise, but it could do so much. I have plenty of others, but that would be something that I would, you know, send out to anyone listening, um, including your wife, you know, when she goes about in the morning and, um, oh, I got this to do, I got this to do. This is something that I actually tell my daughter when she's like speeding up, I sold on. I said, take three deep breath. Amazingly, she starts slowing down. Um, Daddy, um, I wanted to, ah, there you go. Recalibrating. Recalibrating. There you go. That is key. Breath is essential. Wow. It's life. So inhale life every morning. And just, you know, by inhaling life, eventually you will also inhale gratitude and feel grateful for that breath. Wow. Eventually. But start with that. I am so emotionally charged right now. I can't even begin. Uh, this is very sincere. Brother, it is, again, it's a privilege. I said it. <laughs> Thank it's you. A, it's a privilege. Thank you so much for all the work that you do. Uh, you do know you have a brother in me. Uh, this is the kind of conversation that I want to have, that I want to keep having and sharing out into the world. And it's people like you that we're privileged, um, that we need to be thankful for, for every single step, every single connection that we make, whether small groups like the DAC group or even outside into the community for all the great work that you do. I want to say a very heartfelt thank you for everything that you do. And from this corner of the world to yours and going further into the universe, I want to say thank you and bless you for all the work that you do, man. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks to you. And I'm very being great. I'm grateful as well for this platform, uh, for your wisdom. Thank you. Guys, another episode of Awaken the Awesome in the can. Please connect with my guest, Jimmy Wazal. I will have those links and those handles available in the blog post once it goes live. Thank you so much for being part of the mission, part of the journey, part of the message. And uh, you know where to find the podcast, as always, on all the platforms, all that wonderful stuff. Guys, as always, stay blessed, stay safe, and as always do, stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca, where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.